AA Beyond Belief is a podcast by, for, and about people who have found a secular path to sobriety in Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, this is going to be a fun episode because I am here with Mikey J from the Oh My God Group in Orlando, Florida, and he's been on the podcast before, but it's been a while. It's probably been maybe three years, maybe even more. Maybe it was one of our earlier episodes. Um, hard to believe, but we're coming up on five years of doing this. Can you believe that? I was number five on your podcast. <laughs> were, were you really? <laughs> I, was a, I was the fifth one. You are yeah. the fifth one. How about fifth that? <laughs> so that was Isn't like that five years ago. How about yeah. that? <laughs> Oh, man. So anyway, so Mikey's here to talk about um, his meaning. And he's got such a cool thing going on. Uh, He, you know, you emailed me and you told me that you learned a lot about, you know, how to avoid talking about God all the time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's God or no God. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. In in secular meetings, we talk about God more than we ever did. And I I think it happens more on Zoom now than it did, you know, because when it was just our home groups, we all kind of got used to it after a while, you know, and you just weren't hearing. But now you've got all kinds of people coming out on Zoom and it happens more often probably. And so. the thing I love is when they say, I never knew secular AA existed <laughs> until Zoom. They're right. like, this is a whole new world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change things, I think, uh, for, oh, yeah. for the better, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So where do we begin? Where do you want to begin, Mikey? Um, I'll tell you how the group started. Um, I had been sober in AA for about nine years or about eight years. And I did it all in traditional AA. And, you know, I my first meeting was in 86, so I wasn't a stranger to it. But every time I saw the God parts, it never registered that it was even a thing. I just ignored it. You know, okay, cute, move on, you know, what? what's next? Um, but then I came out as an atheist because uh, I forget what it was that happened, but just something compelled me to say in a meeting that I was an atheist. And this was a group that I had been – a part of for about eight years. They were my support group. They were my family. They were everything to me. And they all slowly turned their back. Um, they started not returning text messages. Sometimes they'd come up and say, are you really an atheist? Like it was like this incurable disease or that I was going to like cast a Satan spell on them or something. I don't know what it was, but they really kind of shunned me. And uh, I decided to uh, start a meeting where People that didn't have that uh, belief in a in the supernatural could like actually go to a meeting, and it never occurred to me until that happened that other people that don't believe in God would have a problem in AA. And since then, I've noticed that if I say in certain meetings, even if I just announce the meeting, I, I get like this response back. But anyway, uh, we. I started out and I wanted to call the group um, group of drunks. Um, and in our inner group in the, um, the, uh, you know, the pamphlet where they show all the meetings, the gay groups are lo- locate are listed as mostly gay. The women's groups are listed as mostly women. So I wanted them to say mostly agnostic because agnostics a better, it's swallow it better. You can swallow it better. Um, and they wouldn't do it. They said, no, 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 we don't have atheist or agnostic meetings. You know, and I'm like, well, gay meetings are 
you know, that's so they can find their tribe and warn other people that that's the kind of meeting it is, but they wouldn't do it. So I forced them to by changing the name to our mostly agnostic group of drunks. So that word was in there. And I'll tell you, most in the early days, most of the people that came to us was because of the title of our group. And it just really uh, spring from there. Um, people really responded to it. Not at first, though, because we made a couple boo-boos. Uh, one thing I put in the script that we're not here to bash religion. Right. We're not here to <laughs> prophesize. Um, and I I, you know, made it like a point to say, you right. know, this is not, right. well, it turned in every time the topic would turn to God somehow. Yeah. And I would like, I even made the, 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 uh, topics. So, you know, oh, we're talking about, uh, acceptance. Well, I can't accept there's not a God. I just say we're crazy. Um, so what I ended up doing was I took every mention of anything supernatural right. out of the script, right, right. everything. I, I, I tried to make it not, not like a regular meeting, but we still had a moment of silence to focus on why we're there. Um, the topics we, I wrote sticks with topics yeah, on them. I like that. Yeah. They're, they're nice topics. We talk about acceptance. We talk about, you know, drunk dreams, uh, doing the next right thing. And we became a, just a good meeting. Um, in fact, at, at Oh My God, you, you wouldn't necessarily know it was a agnostic meeting. Our treasurer is a Christian. Uh, he just likes being in a meeting where it's not shoved down your throat. And of course, you know, people want to talk about, especially newcomers, uh, they want to ask questions. But as far as the meeting goes, it's, it's pretty, pretty uh, low key. Well, I think what makes this unique is we do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Um, we were, we were the first to take digital donations. Um, we are an incredibly social group. Uh, we tend to get a younger crowd. Uh, a lot of those people that have that cool gene that, right. like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> I can't do that, but they can. Um, uh, it, it just blossomed into this really, really cool group that we focus on newcomers and visitors. Um, one weird thing, not, not weird. One thing that, uh, I think is great is we get a lot of nursing students that come to our meetings specifically because of the name and they've heard that it's such a religious program. They want to see how we do it before okay. they go so they're or there after obs they as go. observers, right? Yes, learn. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And we're an open meeting. Uh, we keep it open basically because, you know, some of us don't have problems or have problems other than alcohol, but there is no place for them to recover. So we kind of, you know, stay in the solution as much as we can. Um, we we are a little non-traditional, though, because like we bought a big spin wheel that we put the topics on. And then on each spoke of the wheel, not only is there a topic, but there's a restaurant. So that's oh. the name of the restaurant that we end up at. Oh, how nice. As, as we, so cool. uh, turn the, so yeah, cool. it's fun. I think the the one thing I'm proudest about uh, our meeting is the recovery expansion project where we kind of, we had to, uh, we had to stop it during the zoom crisis or the, <laughs> the Corona crisis, um, <laughs> the zoom, uh, because we would overtake their meeting. Like uh, we went to one in Orlando and it was like 10 people, but then 20 of us ascended onto the <laughs> meeting and it was, <laughs> they were like, they didn't know what to do. <laughs> They're like, where are you people coming from? But uh, yeah, we go to a meeting with the group 
uh, or we did, just so we can field questions for newcomers or or just show them, look, it, we're here. We're not going to steal your babies. Uh, we're good people. And because we're very, very uh, involved in the service structure of AA, we're a good neighbor. Um, we really are. Uh, what started as kind of misgivings, we have people sending us their sponsees that may have a problem with the second step. And it's been pretty, pretty awesome as far as the meeting goes. Um, yeah. And then uh, we started the online meeting at uh, in the rooms.com. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Was, Boy, you were like one of the first secular meetings to go online, I think. Yeah. If yeah. not the first. Um, yeah, probably. It was because there wasn't, I was just looking through things and I, someone turned me on to, uh, in the rooms basically cause I was going on vacation and I wanted to get to a meeting, but I didn't think I was going to be able to. So I went to these meetings and they were super God heavy. So I said, I called the, or I emailed the guy back and forth and yeah, we were able to get that meeting. Um, and I learned a lot from it. One thing I learned is that, uh, it kind of took on a life of its own. And now we have nothing to do with it. They changed the name. They they have a whole section uh, or whole thing. But there are two secular meetings there that I had a hand in, which was the NA and the um, AA one. And I know that those were meetings that carried our message to people who would never enter AA. Just like our group, we don't we're not we're kind of like the door that a lot of people come through because they hear it's very religious. And once they see it's not as bad as they thought, they start to branch out into uh, traditional AA. And, you know, they're not all uh, sticking in our doors. They're actually spreading out. So, yeah, that's cool. I like that. And, you know, I'm also remember when you said that you did the expansion project also because you wanted people to know that, you know, where you might be in some other city someday and there's not going to be a secular group. You need to know what that AA other AA meetings are not going to kill you. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And because you and I, I think grew up in AA in traditional AA and I still love going to meetings, especially out of town. And the, the one thing I think that is the most important thing, both in our, uh, the early online meeting and our meeting is that we remain neutral about God. Our topics are not about the third step. Our topics, and and believe me, there's plenty of time to go over that. In fact, in our Zoom meeting, which I'll talk about in a minute, but in our Zoom meeting, we have a breakout room at the end of the meeting where we assign newcomers into this room with some long timers and people that were, are willing to sponsor so that they can uh, you know, ask questions like that. How do you do the third step and, and stuff like that? But basically we were just a really good meeting where the God topic just doesn't yes. come up much. Yes. You know, uh, and now my group here in KC, I think we've, we got to that point um, before we went online. And I, to be honest with you, I haven't been going to the online meetings very often, but I hear that they've grown a lot because you're getting people from other areas come in, but we kind of got that way. But I think you're smart to avoid the the declaration of not being a godly group or whatever at the beginning. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, we read um, that agnostic preamble, which really isn't written all that well. And then we read the AA preamble. But the AA preamble is really enough. It says it all, you know. It's secular, too. Yeah, it's totally secular. <laughs> and then all you need to do is just go on with your meeting. And uh, so, yeah, we've gotten to where we're pretty much um, – neutral on that. You don't just don't hear a lot of discussion about it. it never comes up. Um, but I, I, I think it might come up online more often than not. 
when it does come up in our meetings, I almost always cringe. I just like, oh, please don't. But it happens. Yeah, no, it's it's usually a newcomer or someone that has just stepped out of the closet as far as their yeah, and yeah, yeah, I know. And it's like you, you do have to give space for those people. I mean, because I was one. I mean, I, I, I remember, um, you know, I was like 25 years at this home group before I realized I was before I realized I was an atheist and started telling people about it. And it was really a difficult time. It really was. You know, it was a difficult time. I, you know. Before I found that there were other people like me out there, um, I didn't know if I was going to be able to stay in AA, you know, um, because I was kind of getting getting a hard time at my home group. But anyway, that that all has changed now over the years. Um, we're just so well accepted, just like your group is. I mean, we just don't. It just seems it seems like we're normal now. It just seems like we're just a average normal AA group. <laughs> In some places, I'm in Florida. Our, our meeting is in Florida, so they still say the Lord's Prayer. And I have had one pa- one person in particular. I was in a meeting, and we had just added a Friday night meeting to our uh, thing. We had a, a Sunday and a Friday now, and I just announced it. it. It was one of those meetings where you'd go through half the meeting, and then you do the secretary report, and then you'd finish up with the rest of the meeting. Well, during this secretary report i just said hey there's a new uh group called our mostly agnostic group of drunks it meets on friday well the chairperson everyone in the room all of a sudden got tense and it was one of those meetings where you pick a topic out of a basket every single topic turned to god for some reason after me and it i was like okay the well this is you know it's okay the chairperson picked up his big book and said i believe in the god of abraham oh, and i i mean he just went off directly to me and i oh, swear god. yeah when i shared everyone was like oh that's great share but then i said that and i felt so uncomfortable i had to leave right after the meeting and go to chick-fil-a <laughs> um and and do something because i felt so uh really backed into heard, a corner yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had kind of, I didn't have a, uh, an experience exactly like that, but something somewhat similar. Just a guy giving me a really weird, um, threatening look. It's really, I, it was during the Lord's Prayer, and I wasn't saying the Lord's Prayer. This is, like, I think, the day when I, to- I announced to the group, I'm leaving, I'm starting an agnostic group, blah, blah, blah. And this one guy, man, he just kind of stared at me. And it's like really weird because even if I wasn't looking at him, I could feel his stare coming on me. You know, it's just kind of weird <laughs> yeah. how you could do that. Uh-huh. You know? And I looked at him; he gave me this really scary look. But that was the most threatening thing. I kind of wish, in retrospect, I would have gone over and say, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" Right? <laughs> it's okay. You can touch me. <laughs> I'm not going to burst into flames. So, um, so you want to talk about your Zoom meeting? Yeah. Um, when did Our you guys Zoom, first? When did you guys go online and Zoom? Did did you have to shut down in March, like most well, of us? Yeah, it was in March. We we actually were going. We had every intention of doing it socially distanced. We were. Uh, we had two meetings where we put the chairs all six feet apart. Uh, everyone had to wear a mask. Um, we were very very hypercritical, but we are hyper careful. Uh, but we all agreed that the online or that the face-to-face meeting was incredibly valuable. So I, we asked, we did a poll. Does everyone want to keep doing meetings? They all did. But then the next day, (laughs) the, um, our, uh, the place where we meet said, we can't meet there anymore. Um, so we, we went online and because I had experience with the online meetings from in the rooms.com, I knew a couple tricks and because I'm just a theatrical person anyway, it's really turned into 
uh, I've been to a lot of meetings and I've seen a lot of gimmicks. And I know that there's things that people naturally love. Uh, a lot of times it's inside jokes. Uh, other times it's like like the shootout meeting where it's it's a gimmick, but it draws people in. So, uh, oh, and I didn't even mention the website. We, we have a website, um, omagod.org, and that has been central to pretty much everyone's recovery. Um, unbeknownst to us, uh, therapists and counselors and probation officers and nursing students, they all refer them to our meeting because of our website. They just put a Google search, you know, Atheist Orlando or whatever. And uh, so we have a, t you're on that list or you're on the website, you're linked to it. We have the little, uh, the little step book. Um, he gave us permission to put the whole thing on there. So we have every alternative step we have. Uh, we, we have a member section too, that's uh, uh, password protected. So that's where we can really say, oh, there's an, a secular overeaters anonymous now. Which did you know there's a secular Overeaters Anonymous meeting now? Or like, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, but we can put that on the password side so we don't break the tradition. And there's some things, you know, this is an opinion thing. A lot of times I've been to um, secular meetings where they, they have a different set of uh, like, like six steps or they have a, a different version. We kind of were on the fence about that, or I, I kind of wasn't sure what to do. So we put all of that on our website and just let it be. But as far as our group, uh, we use uh, we use if we use literature, we use conference approved literature, and that's actually a trick, so that no one comes in with a poem right. or they have an, oh, yeah, uh, an yeah, article yeah, from yeah. Psychology yeah, Today that yeah. they want to share. I, I have actually website. seen that happen at our meetings before. We had someone come <laughs> in. It's like with some really weird book, you know, like Walt Whitman or some damn thing. It's like, yeah, I can make a topic out of this, but it's not. It's not and if I tried real hard, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it makes sense to them, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> But like I said, uh, a lot of what worked for me might kill you. So we have uh, a very open-minded group. And I think that having a variety of meetings like you do now because of the pandemic is amazing because you can find your people. You know, you can go anywhere over the world. You have the, the list that we help update, the um, – uh, the secular meetings, that thing is like got a, you know, almost 200 meetings. Oh, that's really amazing. Are, now you're talking about the Google sheet? The, yeah, the yeah, Google sheet. Yeah, we'll definitely link that on this podcast when we post it because that's a really amazing resource. It it really is. And it's been uh, surprising uh, how many meetings. we In the very beginning of that list, I used to go to each meeting and then verify it cool. to make sure it's a real meeting. Yeah. I, put a I remember when you did that, you would you would make comments every once in a while that you attended the meeting or or that you needed to, a password or, or it was always some, some, yeah, something. Yeah, it was always something. <laughs> But uh, I, there got to be too many meetings. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I couldn't no. do it. I have people in the um, in our service thing going through those, and every now and then I'll get a, oh, can you change this? Or yeah, that meeting was great. It it works and stuff like that. But I think that's the coolest thing in the whole world. Oh, it's Just, really amazing. Yeah, I bet there's. God, I wonder how many there are. I mean, I know that the face to face meetings were about five hundred worldwide. And I'm sure that we must have at least that many online meetings now scattered around. You know? Oh, yeah. You know? I think I think it actually says the bottom line is 255, but I know there's spaces and uh, stuff in there. But, uh, yeah, I'd be curious to know exactly how many there are now. And, and always more. 
Yeah. And you know what, you know, what's weird about um, those meetings now, the, listing them, the whole thing about COVID and, and how AA has gone online. So it's like now um, geography doesn't really matter anymore. And like, it's like AA was organized by geography. You have your, your district is in Missouri. And if you're in Missouri, <laughs> you're in the West or whatever, you yep. know? And, um, and if you're in Kansas City, your Kansas City central office will take care of you and area three, <laughs> right. location well, five, district well, two. You know? <laughs> now none of that matters. You know, it's like I, we're, we're the online meetings. It's like you almost need just one big place for just all the online meetings to be, you know? Um, and it was like, so all these, it was kind of really difficult in the very beginning because people wanted to go to these online meetings and there was no place where they were all listed. And that's because groups were kind of scrambling because they were like, you know, oh my God, we have to find a place to meet. We need to meet online. They just put these meetings together for their own purposes, right? But then it turns out that people from all around wanted to, you know, go to these meetings. Yeah. And a lot of the, um, like there's a great one uh, called Rational Recovery. It's a uh, I forget it. Nathan runs it. It's a really, really good meeting. And they have uh, kind of the same setup where they have the readings online. They do little sound cues and stuff like that. It makes it fun. Um, and our our online meeting, like I said, we it got so big that we kept hitting the 100 people mark where you couldn't add any more people. So I, I was on a, a New York City's intergroup site and it said, hey, if you want to start a meeting, join us. And, and for free, we'll put you on that enterprise account so we can have up to 300 people. <laughs> all. There you go. There's an example of geography not mattering anymore. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one thing though, uh, and it's just for our group and it's a little secret between you and me. Um, <laughs> uh, the meetings got so big and so popular that we had to have a secret meeting that we do with just locals. Yeah. You know, a lot of groups do that. They, that's what they did in Toronto. And I wouldn't be surprised if our meetings in Kansas city get that way. We'd have to do the same thing. Cause it's like, um, yeah, after a while you don't even recognize the group anymore. It's just completely different, but yeah. And a lot of newcomers, um, and a lot of people, but for some reason, uh, maybe the way that our philosophy is or whatever, but, um, we don't get a lot of the, the God topics like you think you would from newcomers. Uh, they're all, it's just, they're very grateful. Are to, they newcomers that have never been to AA before? A lot of them are, um, which I was surprised. Uh, well, not surprised just because I knew about online meetings, but in the beginning, everyone was like, Oh, you can't get to physical meetings. They're going to all relapse. And I was like, no, it's, it's very much like a regular meeting. And now there are people that have only one guy in particular, Marcus, he's only come to our meetings and he's picking up a six month chip. Uh, he picked one up Monday. That's he's never been to an actual AA meeting other than online. And I know we've got some people like that, too. And it's, it's really um, it's interesting because. Um, alcoholism and drug addiction is going up now because of COVID and because of people being isolated and everything. And then the number of, um, availability to meetings is also probably increasing for people and making it easier if they have the internet, you know, to, to get to a meeting. And, uh, so I think that there are a lot of people that are coming to their first meeting. It'll be interesting, like five years from now, reading grapevine articles of people who went to their first uh, meeting on zoom and it was a secular meeting or something like that. You know? <laughs> ah, right out of the room. <laughs> uh, that's, you know, if you think about it, a newcomer can sit in a meeting almost 24 hours a day. I, I mean, you could, as a newcomer, you want to get as many, they say 90 meetings in 90 days. 
I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to stand awkwardly by the, the coffee machine and try to make friends. You can sit in a meeting and hear the message uh, constantly. And I, I now you hear a lot of the AA groups. They don't want to go back to the regular locations. They want to stay online. I know. It's interesting. Some people are like, um, they like the online meetings so much that they're okay with just being online all the time. And then um, I think we're going to have hybrid meetings too. I know we already do have hybrid meetings. There are some groups around here that have, that are meeting in person again, but they're also keeping their online meetings. So you got the hybrids. Yeah, there's, uh, I don't know what we're going to do. The people have been very, very clear that they do not want us to stop these meetings. Um, And, and on that particular meeting, um, there's a lot that goes with it. We're really obnoxious. We have sound effects. We have, uh, uh, we do a Star Wars night where everything is themed to Star Wars. Uh, it's just it's just a fun group. And it's gotten so popular um, that people don't want it to leave. And we used the same nights that our meeting meets. We meet in Orlando on Mondays and Fridays. We had to add an extra one on Wednesdays. And now when we go back, we don't know what we're going to do with those two meetings. We don't want to have them on days that people could come to our face-to-face. But we can't let these people not have a meeting. So it's we're kind of still on the fence on what to do about that. I don't think it's going to take a while, but <laughs> so you, would you like to demo some of the some of the uh, stuff that you do in your at your meeting? Yeah, I can. I'll give you a little uh now now for but, listeners, I, I you know, we may never show this. You may never see this. Yeah. <laughs> but then again you might. It's it's possible once I uh I'll share my screen here. Okay. Uh that's one of the things that uh that, That's your website right there. That's the main website. Yeah, that's the oh my god dot org. Um because we had the online meeting, I already knew some things could be done like screen sharing and readings and you know, stuff like that. Um, our meeting starts right here. And uh, the first thing is the preamble, which uh, someone reads. Right after the preamble, we just click this button here and the website comes back up. We talk a bit about our newcomer tab up at the top. Um, and then, you know, you get the don't panic. Uh, there's, a t- uh, there's a test to see if you're an alcoholic or not. The question and answers, uh, that kind of stuff. The Godward pamphlets on there. And then uh, we click to our seventh tradition, which is the uh, Venmo and PayPal accounts. And we made it animated. And it so, Mike, do you see all this stuff once you're in the meeting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone everyone sees all the um, the graphics and everything. Um, like I said, we, it takes four people to run the meeting. Um, the, the number one is the chair. And when we were dealing – I don't know if you've talked about Zoom bombers – on uh here before i haven't i haven't talked about zoom bombers it's a thing though we could talk about it yeah it's a thing uh if you if you know a zoom bomber uh you'll know why we had to take so many precautions (laughs) yes yes but uh we do this and then um let's see if it's here yeah uh the chairperson asks the backup dancer that's me the or the one that runs the controls do you have any other announcements so i i talk my (laughs) announcements and then uh the meeting starts uh, once the meeting starts, oh, let me play my interest music. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. Um, 
because of Zoom bombing, we had to do a, th a few things. Uh, first of all, we set the chat room only to the host. So Zoom bombers, their job, if they decide to do it, is to make as much ruckus in our in a meeting as possible. They say horrible things. They are extremely racist. They really, really are obnoxious. However, and I, 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 I will send you the the uh, chat. Some guy, when it very first started, he sent me a message on the chat and said, I came in here to say lots of swear words, but you're doing something really important. His dad was an alcoholic. And ah. this Zoom bomber gave me the Twitter feed of where they got the Zoom bomber uh, stuff. Oh. So it was really cool that someone, you know, went out of their way. Hey, I'm a total jerk, but for you, <laughs> I'm not going to be just one time. But uh, we had to ch uh, change the chat. So only the backup dancer sees the wall of swear words. Uh, we we make it so that everyone is muted when they come in, so they can't say anything bad. We have a bouncer that watches each person as they come in, and they watch their icon. If they turn it on to a virtual background that has porn or Hitler or whatever, we automatically boot them. Um, we set it up so that uh, uh, there's just all kinds of different things that we've done to make sure that no one notices uh, the Zoom bombers, and we've become very good at it. Interesting. Um, this, so what do you, yeah, I'm sorry, it, you put them in a different room? Is that what you're doing? No, you remove them. You just take uh, them out. There's two, there's two options. You can either put them into the waiting room right. or you can kick them out completely. Right. The, the trick is you can't let people rename themselves because what they'll do, they'll come in and they'll see the chairperson's name is Cat so, or whoever, and they'll change their name to Cat sign out and sign back in and you think it's her. So you're not going to kick seen her that out before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have to do that. Um, but anyway, uh, that's why it takes a, a bouncer, a timer, a uh, backup okay. dancer. So you actually catch them before they do their thing. Oh, they, they start as soon as we hear them, they outline in yellow and we're all, I mean, all four of us are looking for them. So we get them out pretty quick. This is the, uh, we have a whole bunch of different, uh, introductions uh this is my favorite they work an orchestra of penguins they'll probably take the job for the hell of it <laughs> i love it <laughs> Welcome, one and all, to our mostly agnostic group of drones. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been such a blessing. And then the outros are uh, anyway. Let me see if I can do this quick. So we have the seventh tradition. Um, we have a time flower that drops when it's ten till uh, to let everyone know that we're going to close everything down for burning desires. So this is our little time flower that makes. Oh well, it's time to wrap that up. Um, and then uh, after or during the meeting at the end, we do chips. And these are, let me, um, that's Victor E. You know who Victor E yes, is? Yes, yes. He was. Uh, I have him everywhere. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. He was the old grapevine guy. Um, I guess he's still on the grapevine, isn't he? 
Uh, no, it, it was uh, it was Victor E. And he was always uh, it was a cartoon strip, and he mm-hmm. was always outside of a bar about to walk right. in, and then something right. would happen. Then they got rid of him, and they had Oliver Twist, oh. like Oliver Twist, Oliver Twist, and then they kind of went all different directions. But only people that have had at least you know were born in the sixties, I right. guess they they remember Victor and everything. Oh, that's Victor. So if, uh, let's say, someone wants to pick up a three-month ship, we have this uh, animation. So, oh, chip, chip, hooray. That's great. And, uh, oh, someone here is picking up ten months. Chip, chip, hooray! (laughs) They get a different one. Um, If they're celebrating a anniversary, like a year, like Mm -hmm. their first year, they get this one. Congratulations! Don't get cocky, though. Still just a day at a time. <laughs> and, and then, uh, you know, we have uh, birthdays. If someone has a birthday, we can do something silly like this. Um, we have, uh, let's see, um, all kinds of different things. And then the the uh, we have just a basic, um, you know, oh, I'm pregnant for the fourth time. Well, um. congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing like that. And then. Um, at the end, we have our moment of silence for the drunk that will never stumble through our doors. And we have someone come up and read the uh, responsibility statement. And this is that uh, graphic. They read the uh, the uh, responsibility statement. And then we have the end of our meeting. And we ended of <laughs> uh, two different ways. Um, Victor jumps up and we say, you know, thanks and, uh, for coming and everything. And then they say, Hey, uh, uh, backup dancer, can you play us out? And we do, uh, you know, this kind of thing. <laughs> we break world every So anyway, that's, uh, that's our, our meeting. And I think the best part about our meeting is that, um, during the meeting, if somebody says that they are, uh, struggling or they're brand new to recovery or or secular AA, uh, what we do is we utilize the breakout feature on Zoom. And as the meeting goes on, you invite these people to this meeting after the meeting. It's We call it coffee chat. It's like an after party. Um, they, when the meeting is ended, everyone that we've assigned gets an invitation that says, come to our after party. And it's just a place we, we have it for like 20 minutes. Um, it's a place where people can freely answer questions, uh, get a sponsor, that kind of stuff. And it's, uh, it's also other people have started to use our, uh, our things. Other groups have, uh, you know, their own kind of chips. We have the, uh, UK does one chips with the uh, white chip says that they're um, the UK hotline number. And this is all free and anyone can do it. Anyone can pick up our chips. We, we do it for all kinds of different groups. And uh, I think it's great. It's a, it's a fun thing in our meeting. Yeah, man, you, you are really talented and it, I, it's nice that you make it it's nice that they make it fun. Um, that's one thing I, I've always liked about AA is there's always, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of deadly serious stuff that goes on in meetings, but there's also a lot of humor. And um, I think it's important. I think it's important. Someone, 
someone said, they said, I, I don't know about this. Uh, when I first came to this meeting, I didn't know with all your, uh, you know, fancy animation and sound effects. He said, but this meeting has been a really good meeting because that kind of stuff is on the outside. But when the meeting starts, it's a meeting. And it's, I think, uh, it's just amazing. And I've been to other meetings that are kind of like that. Like I said, the uh, rational recovery one is is very lighthearted, but the meat of the of exactly the exactly is, that's yeah true yeah, AA that's that's true yeah and that's that's a hard thing to describe unless you've actually experienced it. But I understand it completely. I understand it completely. In fact, I the actually the the um, the traditional group that I went to for like twenty five years was kind of like that. It was like a real raucous group. Uh, it was an all men's group and everything. And they were real raucous, and they were you know um, they would make, you know just jokes all the time and everything. But there was also underneath all that a deadly, a serious, you know, we're serious about recovery and helping people. And it's just kind of a weird mixture of <laughs> yeah. goofiness. Well, and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're at, at first you're like, well, I don't know, this is serious. But then it gets comfortable. Right. It's like exactly. Rocky Horror Picture Show sometimes. Exactly. I remember I went to a, a meeting where the, the chairperson would say, um, none of us want to admit complete defeat and everybody stomps their feet right, like this. Right, uh, right, right, right. It it's just fun stuff. But like I said, the seriousness is in the meat of the meeting. And you know what? This is this is something that is helping more alcoholics than ever before. Um, people are uh, are really staying sober with these meetings. And we may do silly things at our regular meetings like the spin wheel for topics and all that kind of stuff. But uh, really, this is about staying sober, and because we focus ourselves so much on newcomers and visitors and people asking questions, we really feel like we're doing something for another person, and that is how you stay sober, you know? That's great. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of people getting sober now. I think there's a lot of people that are finding AA online, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. And you know, you're focused on a newcomer. You've always done that. And that's, you know, and you've always been good about fitting in with AA as a whole. Yes. Um, I, I, I really feel that uh, regular AA meetings, uh, someone said you should get a six pack when you come into recovery. And that's a pack of friends, six friends that you can call at any time and, and stay sober with. And going to just one meeting is not going to give you that because we're not always going to be there. Um, but it's, like I said, it's, it's definitely, uh, um, so when are your online meetings? We have them a Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays at 7 PM Eastern standard time. Uh, And then we have a private meeting that we made because the other meeting was getting 150 people. So now we are, we have a secret meeting, but, uh, those are the big, the two big meetings. And now they want to add another one. And I'm like, you know how it's hard, like uh, 10% of the people do 90% of the work in AA. Well, we have to get four trusted servants to run our meeting and it was hard just getting one. So, uh, and man, I mean, uh, also the tech skills in AA sometimes aren't so great, but, and, and I find myself like, um, when we set up the zoom meetings in the beginning, it was like, you mean you guys don't know how to use Zoom? You guys don't know how to use Zoom? Right. <laughs> oh my exactly. God. It's like dragging people into 2007. <laughs> it's like, okay, which I think is actually great because my my doctor appointments uh-huh. are now I can be in my underwear. And, exactly. And, exactly. You know, as long as I got a shirt on, Why it's wear fine. pants? 
<laughs> well, the area convention for AA is done online this time. Ours was and- done online. I just went to one this last weekend. Actually, we did it hybridly. Oh, that's cool. I'm thinking about the people that are, you know, once a year they have to fly to New York, stay in a hotel, food, and you can do the whole thing sitting in your I know. house. Yeah, I just see. A kind you of wonder shift. if you wonder if they might start doing that because it's truly very expensive to send a delegate to New York. Absolutely, thousands and thousands. I mean, I think our area would put up like four thousand dollars, and that didn't even pay half of it. I don't think because the general service office pays a large portion of it as well. This is one thing I didn't mention uh, before. We take digital donations. Now, when I was in or when we were in um, brick and mortar meetings, I guess, uh, we had Venmo cards and we would pass them out in a purse. We pass the purse and then you could take out a Venmo thing and scan it with your uh, phone. Well, our our donations tripled by doing that because at a meeting, you know, you reach out and you put a dollar. So in. many people don't, don't carry cash. I hardly ever carry cash. You know, yeah, and uh, we were really bad about it in our meeting. We never did get that. We actually had one of those scanner things you could put on your phone, but I never did. I never brought it in so people could use it. And yeah, I bet, but I could see how your donations would go quite a bit because I'm sure a lot of people would like to give a buck or two, but they just I don't carry cash. What are you talking about? You know, yeah, um, because we've had it on our website. Every now and then we'll get someone like a hundred and sixty-two dollars and fifteen cents, and you're like, where did that come from? And you know, it's someone's sponsor saying. You got to donate that money that you stole. You can't give it back. So just give it to an AA thing. And we, uh, because we show those QR codes, we have, we just gave a, a large donation to our inner group Great. for no other reason than here. Yeah. We've got we got you. That's fantastic. You know, we have it. We'll give it. That's good. You know, because I know that, um, I know that some of the, I've actually heard, I don't know if this, I don't know how, I don't know if it's true. So I should probably look into it. I just say I heard, but I guess that, um, AA World Services, GSO, their donations have gone down since all of this COVID stuff has gone on. And so maybe if you had more online groups that were contributing, that would kind of help offset that a little bit. Well, we we do have a, a, a clubhouse, and this is an interesting dynamic. Uh, when the clubhouse closed for COVID, all these meetings went online. Well, when they started to open again, they wanted to shut down the meetings, and there was a big resistance to that. Um, because people like going to the thing and or the Zoom meetings, but more importantly, they didn't want to go to a crowd. Well, long story short, the clubhouse now is completely open. They don't let people wear – no one has to wear a mask. Uh, they don't socially distance, and they are – just kind of squeezing the zoom meetings. Like they changed the password to all the zoom meetings, but wouldn't publish it. So the only reason, or the only time you know that the meeting is there is if you were here before, I don't know how they work it. But the the problem is, is that those zoom meetings, because you're in your bedroom or living room casually, uh, they don't put money in. Uh, and, and they, they just say like, Oh, you can write a check to, or, you can Venmo this and they give a link that no one can copy. I mean, it's, uh, and I think if they, if they really pushed for, we need donations, uh, to help out with the service structure, I think it would, they'd be more willing to 
keep some of those Zoom meetings or make hybrids. This like COVID thing is going to change. I mean, AA has I, it's it's really interesting because not only have our individual AA people sometimes low tech, and I hate I hate to generalize, but at least in my group it seems to be the case. Um, but kind of kind of AA at large is kind of kind of been kind of kind of like oh I don't know about that internet thing. <laughs> but now you're kind of getting like to where I think that we're kind of being forced to to embrace this technology and like my group now but nobody ever heard of zoom they didn't know how to use it now everybody's just you know second nature you know yep i think uh with the nuns the uh the uh the non-religious nuns as they call them uh that group is getting so big that secular aa is absolutely going to be where they find their footing and because they're growing up in coronavirus age, uh, I think this is going to be, this is going to accelerate uh, AA into the future. Um, and there'll be two, they'll, hopefully they'll all come together as one, but uh, there's going to be two different uh, styles of recovery. Very interesting. I'm going to get a little observation here. First of all, observation number one, at my home group here in KC, one thing I started noticing was a lot of people who had never been to AA before and so, and they're, and they're not, they don't really consider themselves atheists or agnostics or whatever. They just don't really care. They don't like, it's not my thing. It's not, I don't, it's not a, it's not something to even think about. And so it's like normal for them just to have a meeting where there isn't a lot of praying and chanting and stuff like that. So they, they don't even know what are you talking about? Religious and non-religious. They don't know. But another observation, which I find really interesting, this goes to zoom my area assembly now they started changing when they were doing it in person. Like they were like Lord's Prayer all the time. So when I first started going to the assembly, it was like every time you went to a um, a meeting, a, uh, a committee meeting, they'd always end the damn thing with the Lord's Prayer, right? So you, if you went to like, and they're like an hour long meeting. So if you went like the three or four meetings in a row, I mean, it's constantly Lord's Prayer all freaking day long, and that's what they would do. Well, after a while, they started some some of the chairs of the meeting started doing the um, responsibility statement instead. Anyway, what I'm noticing now on the Zoom meetings that we do for our committee meetings, it's just like they just close the meeting. It's like no one thinks about doing the prayer or anything so often, and it okay. kind of makes you it makes you wonder. Hmm, it's like. <laughs> Why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard a meeting when they all try to do the prayer, but because of the delay, it's like hi, bye, hi, bye, 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 bye. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe, <laughs> all that's, over the place. maybe that's why. They're I not think doing that's it. it. <laughs> These people are going to go to normal meetings and be like, "What do you mean we have to do something?" <laughs> Hold hands. What's yeah. that? It's it's definitely good. The yeah, and like I said, those kind of those kind of things are important. Being in a face to face meeting will, in my opinion, always trump Zoom. And excuse me for using that word, but uh, it will always uh, be better than Zoom because of that uh, that face to face yes, interaction. Yes. The fact There's, that you can give them a hug or, or yes. hand you their phone number. We're seeing someone's facial expression when you're talking. And you can see the concern in someone's eyes or something like that. You know, those the little knowing things. nod. Mm-hmm. This where mm-hmm. people are, are doing that knowing nod. And it's so cool in AA because someone will say something and you get it. You know and you know that everyone else gets it. That doesn't translate very well over Zoom. And the laughter. I, I miss hearing the the laughter. You know, the the it's 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 different, but it's definitely something that I can adapt to. Yes, and I really think, like you, I think this is going to be a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so too. Yeah. Well, How you've really you done sober? a good job. You've been sober since like oh, Moses. since nineteen eighty-eight. Oh my god! 
Yeah. I went to my first meeting uh, when I was 16. It was in 86. Yeah. If I had that? stayed sober then, I don't know where I'd, I'd probably be, you know, floating on the clouds. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird. It's like, I, 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 first of all, I can't believe I'm as old as I am. And then is that sober that long, <laughs> but whatever it happens, happens to the best of us. I just, I just turned 50. I, I feel your pain there. It's very odd. <laughs> yeah. Things are falling off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Things, actually, things start changing, man. It's like, Ooh, <laughs> uh-huh. but change is good, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Change is good. It is. Well, is there uh, any, anything that we didn't cover that you think we should talk about? Um, well, we, I could talk an hour and a half and two hours about yeah. AA. Uh, yeah. I think, I think uh, we've covered everything as far as, uh, you know, the, the meetings and AA. I think the, the driving point would be that there is diversity in AA, and that is a good thing. Um, you know, the only time I really say anything in regular meetings about being an atheist is when they read the fucking, oh, excuse me, the we agnostics thing where it's just bad arguments. And, you know, you're like, okay, this is not, and that's not what this is. But pretty much I, I'm uh, pretty comfortable no matter where I go. And if someone does it a little bit different, uh, you know, recovery has taught me that, you know, keep an open mind about it and uh, read your audience. There's a huge amount of diversity, even among the secular meetings. Like I went to a meeting, um, a secular meeting in Cleveland. It was nothing like our meeting in Kansas City. You know, I was, I don't know if it was actually Cleveland, somewhere in Ohio. But anyway, it was They like, always do it bad. <laughs> they always do it wrong. And no matter where you go, they do it wrong. Yeah. But they were, they were totally, they called, they were free thinkers meeting, but they, they, they read the big book and all this stuff. And it just seemed like a regular, you know, whatever. But, but yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of diversity. And I think that is a great strength. I think it's a great strength for just society as a whole, but for, for sure for AA. And Zoom brings that out. And what is really interesting, I've talked to, I talked to Angela about this, is now that, now that geography no longer matters, um, people are getting to know AA in a bigger sense. I mean, they're getting exposed to more diversity, right? They're getting, they're getting exposed to other views than just the, the 12 or 15 people in their home group. Like it's happening in our group. It's like, like, um, Brie went to Austin and, uh, we didn't go to Austin, but went to a meeting and that was an Austin meeting. And, and she really liked the newcomers meeting that they had there. So she started one for our group in Kansas City. You know, that was, she was influenced by the Austin group. And had it not been for this, she never would have met him. You know, let me just say about Austin, I started a meditation meeting based on a meeting I went to when I was at the secular AA convention in Austin. They have kick-ass meetings out there. And a lot of times, uh, like I I do a a meditation uh, meeting over Zoom with a lot of my pigeons because I want to meditate. So I made a meeting so that I have to meditate. It's the same thing with, with all of these things. Every time you reach out, you're helping someone else as much as you're helping yourself. And I just, I just think it's, I love AA. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was a fun podcast. Thank you, Mikey. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it. That's another episode of AA Beyond Belief, the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to put up some links to, uh, so you can find Mikey's, uh, meetings Monday, Wednesday, Friday at, at seven Eastern. Yep. Seven Seven Eastern time. And you'll have to figure out what that is in your time zone. That's getting to be a new yeah, a, a new hobby. Exactly. <laughs> so, so anyway, thank 
<laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back again for another episode <laughs> of Beyond Belief, the podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.